since I put it on the thing, Pokemon or Digimon? Let's let's just let's let's drop the hammer now. What are we into? Are we into the Pokemans? Or are we into the Digimans? The thing is, I'm inherently biased because I'm one of the new leads of Pokemon, so I can't. So I feel like I'm gonna take myself out of the equation. Jonathan, don't feel um, there. There is some pressure. I'm just gonna let you know. I mean, I'm gonna be real. I think conceptually, Digimon is so funny because it's just like this is a rat. This is a rat with guns. But then, like, I think like overall, I think Pokemon is probably just a better franchise, better show, better like the games are amazing. Like it just has a legacy that's almost uncomparable. Hard to keep me happy right now. All right. Well, uh, thanks for joining us, Jonathan. You can go ahead and you can hit that leave button. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Thank you guys very much. It was great. It was a great talk. Can I mute him? Can we just mute? Oh, can we? Okay, <laughs> wow. just now. Uh, and speaking of muting people, what's up, fandom? My name is Josh, and I'm joined once again by Luke. What's up? And we have two very special guests in the house. We have Jonathan and Anjali. What a transition. Right? Good segue. I love it. Hello. He's really good at that. Yeah, that was great. I love I pr- it. I, I practice in the shower. I, I'm just like, how can I turn things around? <laughs> um. So, and today we're going to be talking about the 2003, 2003, the 2023 anime series. There, I was 20 years in the past. Uh, the 2023 anime series heavenly delusion or i'm not going to pronounce the japanese because i'm going to butcher it so i'm not even going to go does any anybody want to take a shot at that because like the last I, I was i was like tengoku and then i'm like i don't know i think um pitchforks coming now that's way better than i could have done so congratulations <laughs> heavenly delusion sounds just i mean that that, that works. no i that's... agree uh, okay I, I tangent i despise the fact that it's not just heavenly delusion on on like hulu like it's like the the japanese name with e and g next to it they should have had mm-hmm. the japanese name for the japanese and the english name for the english if they were gonna separate it but that's just a tangent sorry well like on disney plus you can't search it like if you type in heavenly delusion like at mm. the beginning it didn't pull up yeah it was like well i i heard it was on here that that's what they're saying on the twitters that it's on there and then you're like oh no you have to have the actual japanese and you're like uh, no this this is like an anime convention man like we don't need like just <laughs> like you don't yeah. gotta be like that it's okay you can you can call attack on titan attack on titan like, you don't gotta call it shit you don't gotta you yeah. don't gotta look like that we don't need that you can look up all like the animes by their english name and they'll come up you know it's even funnier for me like trying to describe this for josh too because like oh i saw this new one we watched it like all weekend and it was like there's people in it and Ma- and then for some reason Josh always just catches on to these random things that come out and he's like oh it's this and I was like uh I don't I don't know and then I was like I can't even pronounce the name so I don't know how you got that and then sure enough <laughs> I look it up I was like oh yeah that is it that is it it have I mean I, I wish now like Luke Luke's been getting on a uh he's been getting on like watching some old stuff which I thoroughly appreciate watching that you know old school anime um and so that yeah 2003 so- heavenly delusion <laughs> yeah it's hey that 2003 heavenly delusion that was a good one yeah they what, did great <laughs> what was that was that fully cool because <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so uh we've got jonathan and jolly on and so first off uh can you would you guys mind telling us a little bit about yourself before we go into that big old heavenly delusions spoilery fun episode Anjali? oh god okay 
Uh, hello, uh, I'm Anjali. I'm an actor, of course. Uh, I play Kiriko in uh, Heavenly Delusion. Um, I also do other things. Uh, I, I play Roy in Pokemon Horizons. Um, I play Dory in Genshin Impact. I play um, Yuki in Jujutsu Kaisen. And other roles that you might know me for in various anime and games. And they play a mean mandolin. I do. I do. Oh, that's sick. Oh. <laughs> no, no, no. He, he doesn't Gosh. know. He doesn't. He doesn't know. Just, go, just go with it. It's fine. I'm actually. I'm. I'm very adept. I'm a prodigy. Grew up. Whoa, good for you. These incredible talents. <laughs> I wish I had a mandolin on the soundboard. Just be like, this is. This is. This is it. Here they are, and then just play it. And it didn't. Yeah, I wish I. I. I should have been. I should have been smarter about that. Yeah, I think if you're gonna if you're gonna try to like like trick someone with that, you gotta have the audio ready for. Yeah, it. that's on. That's on. That's on me. <laughs> Hi, uh, my name is Jonathan. Um, I've been on this podcast before, and I love it. I actually periodically re-listen to it every couple of like months, just because it was so funny and it was just a great time. J just your uh, episode. Uh, uh, yeah, sorry. I'm gonna be real. Sorry. <laughs> oh, that's 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 fine. Okay, that's my apologies to be quite so honest. So, it was great having Jonathan on, everybody. Uh, <laughs> this is the second time he's he's having to leave the podcast, second and, so. and last time, probably. But, um, I'm also a voice actor. Uh, I am Maru in Heavenly Delusion. Uh, I you probably may also know me from a couple other things like Tokyo Avengers, uh, uh Goodbye Don Gleese. Um, and, um, there's a couple of other stuff, maybe. Yeah. Like, look up my IMDB, because right now I'm blanking. Yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, it, honestly, honestly, before Tokyo Avengers and Goodbye Don Gleason stuff, it was a lot of smaller stuff. Which, I mean, I am 100% appreciative for. Never gonna say I'm not, but I just, sometimes I say animes and people are like, I don't know what that is. And I'm like, me neither, before I did it. Actor, you, you're you in all this stuff, and it's you, in the moment you're like, This is so cool, and then no one knows it, and you're like, Yeah, it's so true. I, I, That's oh, the did. curse of being an anime person, you know? You're like, This is sick, and everyone's like, What is that? And you're like, Yeah, you're right, my bad. <laughs> uh, and everyone watch this show. This is this is one where I'm like, Everyone should know it, and you know, it's it's so true, it's so true. Uh, Luke, what about you? What are you starring? TikTok. That's about it. <laughs> yeah, he's. I'm not. I'm not as cool. I. Mine no, what dude? What are you talking about? A little. The, the bros got like the bros got like fifty thousand like TikTok followers because he does thirst traps. And yes, he's sir. He's fantastic no, first all, at the thirst traps. Can I get a preview? First of all, first of all 136,000. <laughs> and it's body positivity. It started as thirst traps, but it just turned into me saying the same quote and telling you have a good day what does it look like can i see i had it pulled up but... i mean i mean just give me like a live yeah like... just just do it right now luke you might as well just we, we just want to he does that little That's yeah it. does 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 a yes, shimmy does a, yes. does a little shimmy the you know? simplest things on tiktok it's man. so I, true. I don't know i don't know why I... my algorithm went that way but um you know what if it is what it is people like it it's, it's not hurting anybody it's just tell people have a great day so yeah and hey, then I, and then I'm over here with like I got nothing. I'm not in anything. I don't. I don't have all the hey, followers. You you made one really good video where you cooked bologna on a light. So I did. So yeah, I, I put uh, yeah I put bologna on a light because of the Dragon Prince creators, and I was like, all right, here you go. It's bologna <laughs> on a light. 
And he and made like a, a bologna bowl. I was so impressed with him. That is pretty impressive. That took that took way longer. So that TikTok is like what 15 seconds long. That was like an hour and a half of just getting trying to get that stupid bologna bowl to like harden. It was terrible. How did you how do you harden bologna for so for future references? You take a so you take a light and so it's got the the halogen bulb and so you take the bologna and then you put it over the light and that way it kind of gets the shape of the light bulb and so then Crispins. you have a little you have a little crispy bologna bowl. Well, good for way, way better than any of the videos I've ever posted. So <laughs> I don't understand social media at all. I don't even have a TikTok, so this is very impressive to me. Good for you, because it's it's a lot. <laughs> it's, it's terrible. I hate it. It's like you're like I gotta, I gotta post again. Like it's it's not fun. Oh, I haven't even posted in like a solid two months now. I was just like I I need a break. I've been posting for the past like two years, every single day at least like one to five videos, and I just like I'm Whoa, good for a little while. Good for you. That's commitment. I love that. I wish I could do that. <laughs> well, speaking speaking about the big baloney bowl in the room, um, we're going to talk about Heavenly Delusion. So spoilers from here on out, if you've not seen the show, it's on Hulu, it's on Disney+. Plus. Uh, watch, watch it on Hulu. It was easier. I like their, U, I like their UI better than, than Disney+. Plus. Disney+, Plus's UI is pretty, um, I don't want to say trash, but uh, it's pretty trash. Um, yeah, so you do steal who the win. It's it's easier, and you can find the English easier, and yeah, what, dubbed. Dubbed's the way to go. I, I speak English, so that's the, the easiest way for me to watch it. Um, but one thing that we do like to do, so we like to figure out what is the show that we're talking about. So what is Heavenly Delusion? So to do that, we go to the best place that we could possibly go to find out what the actual, you know, series is about. And that means we go to IMDb. So it's all it's always 100% accurate. There's never anything wrong with it. And it's always like beautiful, spot on, gives you everything you need to know. Uh -huh. All right. So Heavenly Delusion, according to IMDb. A boy grows up behind the safe walls of an apocalyptic Japan full of monsters. Tokyo flourishes as a paradise while outside the wall of hell danger uh, the the walls of hell dangers lurk. Uh, well outside sorry I can't read apologies. Um Tokyo flourishes as a paradise while outside the walls of hell dangers lurk. However, a small group searches for heaven. Was that anything like the series that you guys recorded? <laughs> they got the buzzwords. They got those just in weird or uh, that sounds like they watched the first six episodes and was like yeah i know exactly what this is no that it. sounds like they googled it and just whatever the first sentence was then they just copy and paste it yeah. this is one yeah. like this is 100 yeah. like chat gpt like what? <laughs> for sure they, they said they, they said they, let's make a robot watch this this show and see what thinks it happens you know they watched the first episode like I'd watch that show too. <laughs> it's like they watched the first episode, thought Tokyo was a boy, and then was like, "All right, hey, this is." Yeah. Here we go. Whenever they first talked about like Heavenly Delusion and uh, Hell's Paradise, and like uh, we're comparing the names, this is what they thought the other show was. This is their. Production. Oh, uh, yeah, they probably got that it mixed makes up. Sense, for sure, for sure. I would love yeah. to be a part of that show too. I do like uh, I do like a Tokyo flourishes as a paradise. I'm like, not we got we got a couple things mixed up there. 
I, yeah, the, the boy grows up behind the safe walls of an apocalyptic Japan full of monsters. That's Attack on Titan. Like, let's be real. That's just Attack on Titan. True. So true. Um, this, uh, however, a small group searches for heaven. Two people, I guess, is technically a group. Hey, sometimes it, it, for a couple, a little bit of time, it was three. It was three people. Yeah, this is fair. That's a group. Yeah. <laughs> In the loosest terms. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So let's kind of go into it. So what was, okay. So that that's heavenly delusion. So I, I don't think anything else needs to, you know, be no. said about the series. That's pretty spot on. Yeah. That um, is heavenly delusion. So let's kind of go into one thing. Like, so what was like the audition for this show? Like, did they give you like a reference of anything like any sort of slides of like hey this is what the show is about um or were they just like hey here's your here's your read go in do your audition and then we'll call you i think there was a very 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 brief series summary but more importantly they like would give us a pretty in-depth character synopsis um honestly i you know, I got a vague vibe of, oh, this is kind of like post-apocalyptic, there's stuff going on, and also, like, major, like, mature warnings were the, was the main thing that caught my eye. And then, like, um, character description, which uh, was really in-depth because we had a wonderful uh, director and casting director involved in this, Felicia Angel. Um, and I remember for Kitako specifically, with how complicated their background is, um, Looking back, I was like, wow, this actually pretty accurately represented all of the wild stuff in their past. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, it was it was a good summary. Um, so, yeah, I don't I don't remember Maru's sides, Jonathan. Uh, it was very similar. I want to be real. The first thing I noticed also was the mature warnings, because usually like like I had an audition today that was like mature warning, like some like adult humor and he, like this person like smacks the booty of a classmate as a joke and like that was nothing like the warnings for this show the warnings for this show were like this is like serious like mature content like <laughs> this is not something you would ever find on like on a kid's thing ever you know but um yeah it was cool it was it was very just like an in-depth uh like character description like she was saying and, like they were saying my apologies um did they give you any sort of like hey we need we need you to be like this type of like this is like the voice that we're going for. Did they did they kind of do anything like that? Um, I don't know about for Maru, but for Kiriko, I don't think there was a specific vocal descriptor, and there was no. Sometimes with auditions, you'll get, especially for like dubbing, um, you'll get like a vocal ref from a Japanese actor just to like hear their performance, mm -hmm. generally where their voice sits. Um, I don't remember there being specific vocal descriptors like hi, whatever. Um. But I, I think you also kind of got a sense of like what they maybe were looking for because the description was very much, you know, uh, this character um, thinks of themselves as a boy who is in his sister's body. Um, and that like that comes out in, in, in the way that like this character speaks and just like their vocal, their like little, their, their little idiosyncrasies. Um, but it wasn't so much about like, what does the voice sound like? Is it super deep? Is it super high or anything like that? Yeah. I think the only thing that I ever like any sort of like vo vocal reference besides like the, the Japanese like actor. Um, so 
when I went in for a call a callback, this is really interesting because this I haven't had a lot of callbacks as a voice actor. And this was one of like two callbacks that I've had, which is really interesting. And so I went in for the callback and something was happening with the studio. I think they were like either finishing up with the last person or there were something was happening. So the director came out and like, she like sat and started like talking to me and wanted like, you know, she was just kind of like filling me in on what's going to happen. What's the story. This and this and this and this. this. So she started asking me like, Oh, Hey, like where, like, what have you done? Like stuff like that. And I told her that I was on um, goodbye. Don't Gleese. And she's like, Oh, that's so funny. That movie is actually like on the vision board for this show. And I was like, that's crazy. Cause that's me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it was really cool. It was really cool. And then, and then we went in, um, I went in for the callback and it was just, it was, it was a good time. She's, she's honestly, she's an amazing director. She is a hundred percent like top two, if not favorite director I've ever had. And uh, she really made this process for me. I can't speak for us, but she really, really made this process for me. I love Felicia. I completely agree. Also, I'll need to ask her about that. Cause I had no idea that was like, part of the that's crazy yeah it was so crazy i was like that's a sign if i've ever seen one <laughs> alicia is awesome we actually played D with her back oh, yes pre, why is she here I, I i've been wanting to get another one I th i'm pretty sure she played like an owl character like a little owl knight i'm pretty sure that was her it, it, it was it, fantastic i was like and we need to we need to get you back. I need to I need to invite I need to invite her back to see if she wants to come do D and D again because that was fun. She's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Praises forever. Um. So, did either of you know? Um. So, after being cast, did either of you know anything? You know uh, about the series? Like, did you look the series up, or were you like, you know what? I'm just gonna go in. I'm gonna do my job. I'm gonna hightail it out. Um. I I hadn't um, read anything or seen anything before auditioning or before the callback, but after I had booked, I I bought the entire, like, all of the manga that were out so far um, and caught up to where we were. Now I'm a little bit behind, but um, as of, like, when we were recording, I was, like, fully caught up. Um, so I kind of knew, you know, I had an idea of what was coming, which I think for me specifically was good. I am glad I knew what was coming. Um, I could like mentally prepare for that. Um, but there were also, I think it was also good just because there were a lot of like little moments where, and I think this is natural in any adaptation, um, but in a lot of anime adaptations, like they can't, they can't adapt every panel. They can't adapt every single like character interaction. Um, so it was helpful to, you know, have an idea of the, the little ones that we didn't necessarily cover on screen. What about you, Jonathan? Um, yeah, I wanted to buy the mangas, but I was very broke at the time. And so that was not an option. However, I did watch the Japanese every single time. The Jap like I watched the Japanese first, for, like before we started going in. Uh, it was only a couple episodes out basically if even one at that point but basically as soon as that came out like I, I watched it and I think very much on the opposite side of what Anjali was saying I think I think Maru plays better if at least for me if I don't really know what happens to him because he's like this like he's this character who's like constantly growing and learning and he's just so young and like I don't want to like have the knowledge of what's going to happen and where he's going to be. I kind of just want to know, like, okay, I know what's going to happen and I know how he's reacting to that, you know? Like, that just kind of makes it a little more, like, in the now for me and him. So you don't want, like, spoilers for Maru? Like, you don't want the f 
Like that you you don't want anything like that, right? How, how you, you, just, you just you, I I my Maru will never be the same again. <laughs> I'm gonna come back for season two if we have it, and it's gonna be like my name is Maru. I'm this man now. <laughs> A lot happened in the four minutes between seasons one and two. <laughs> Uh man um all right so kind of going into uh kind of going into the series um one of the one of the my favorite parts was like the two different like when i was reading too like figuring out that there's two different timelines like that is one of the best and like it's it's really well done because like the way that they do it in the manga and they also it translates very well to the anime as well like when uh they get attacked for instance, when um, heaven is is basically attacked um, by the outside forces, uh, whoever attacks him, um, you think it's the same attack that's going on in the series, like in in like uh, Maru's timeline. So you're like, oh, okay, well, this is this is the attack that they're talking about. And when you find out, you're like, oh no, wait, this is this is in the past. This is in the before times. And then everything else is after, and you're like, oh, and it starts clicking. That was one of my favorite like reveals. Um, what about you guys? Was that was like something that you were like, oh, like did you know? Kind of like was it was that something that you were kind of apprised of? Like, oh yeah, this is gonna be the thing. Yeah, we got spoiled pretty early on. Oh early well, on. never mind as well. Okay. I mean, I love Felicia. The what the heck? I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, yeah, no. Um, I, I'm pretty sure. Felicia told me. I, I don't know about you, Jonathan, but no, like, she. I'm pretty sure she told me like probably like first episode. Yeah, like as soon as we went, and she's like, "Oh, by the way, these are two different things." <laughs> I would have been uh, like spoilers. <laughs> um, but I I also agree. Uh, just reading it, um, like uh, the execution of everything was so cool, and then watching that be adapted, I I also that I loved it, even though I already knew it was coming. Um, I kind of do wish I didn't know. <laughs> I could have like tried to piece it together uh but i feel like by episode oh god um the, 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 which which episode was it where um uh Mimehime, at the end of that episode do you know which bit i'm talking about after uh the end of what was that episode was it like it was it, it was earlier like it was maybe five or six the one where again spoilers oh, again spo spoilers everybody if, if you're not if you're not if you haven't watched turn it off <laughs> go watch now are we talking yeah. about when when mimihime goes into the uh um she has the like when she has the visions or when she oh, so is in the like the tunnel me where this 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 was different between the anime and um the manga where I think in the anime they like confirmed it outright basically um with this with that like tunnel scene uh, mm -hmm. I think it must have been episode seven or eight with Mimehime um after the like double death scene between am I am I ringing bells yeah yeah like the double death yeah. Yeah. Well, I did not catch on to that, so <laughs> I, I, I had no idea. I went in with, we literally just saw it, and I clicked it, and we we're like, we're going to watch this, and was just like, okay. I, I think later on, I, I did not catch on right away. It, it happened progressively through the story, but um, no, yeah. That's crazy. Y'all got the, the, the sneak peek ahead of time. Yeah, I think I think that, 
even though it was like even though the concept of them being two different timelines even though that was spoiled for me like basically like right away the way that they like i was always impressed and like i had like 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 visual and audio like oh my god like every single time like she would explain to me oh yeah by the way like like this character was it was this is this child i'd be like like what like that's crazy like i i knew conceptually that like it's different but every time she like put the plugs together in my head like like connected it i was always so shocked that's one thing i love about this show is how like it's so easy to miss a lot of like really like cool information because it's not always so like this is it right in your face this is what's happening sometimes it is a little more inferred you know and like that's super cool. I, I really enjoy that. I also think that because of that, though, sometimes some stuff can get missed on first time around. If you rewatch it, I'm sure it's a lot easier to understand. But like first time around, I'm sure people aren't probably catching everything right away. I agree. And that is one thing I would I do. I will say they do a good job of not necessarily teasing things, but they definitely do a lot of alluding. Like with um, when Mimi Hime, she has the she has the vision. I think she has a dream and she wakes up and she's like, I got rescued by someone that looks just like you, Tokyo. So she thinks it's Tokyo that's actually going to be rescuing her. But then we find out it's Maru because they kind of, I guess, meet when he does his weird hand thing. The Maru uh, touch. The Maru touch. <laughs> maybe, maybe we can come up with something better than the Maru touch. But that's I what I said. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, like they, they that's a good job of how they kind of elude things like that. And like with the the drawing of the pictures, like with the with the fish with all the hands and everything, like you see that and then you see that. <clears throat> Excuse me. So it they just do a really good job of like kind of putting little bitty things in and just it's it's really nice. Like they just sprinkle little Easter eggs every, you know, here and there. And then when you see them, when you find out you're like, oh, this is this is a different world. Like, oh, so that was Wait, so then that means that was that. And so like all things start kind of fitting into place. And so that's one thing like between and uh, uh, Anjali, you can you can kind of uh, kind of go with that, like from reading the manga and then kind of going into the show. They I again, I think they do a really good job of it's it's one of those few that translates really, really well. Like there are some uh, adapted like anime adaptations of manga that they're just kind of like, ah, we, we we tried. I mean, we put the we put the high notes in there. But this one, like, they do a really good job of, you know, making sure that they're going to hit the things that they need to hit and those key elements and even little, little bitty sprinkles here and there. They do a really good job of, you know, making sure that those are in. I think um, the appeal of the manga to me was the depth of writing. Like, the storytelling was never in your face about this is a story and this is what we're trying to communicate to you. It was just a lived world. And we happen to be like playing witness to what was going on. And so like there are all these details in the background that you could absolutely miss, but the story keeps going. It doesn't need you to understand it for it to continue necessarily, but you pick up on the little details and when you go back, you're like, it all makes sense and it all fits. And I'm, I'm, I agree. I'm really glad uh, with the adaptation that they didn't, they weren't like, oh, we need to dumb this down for the viewers so they get what's going on. Um, and they like really trusted the audience um, and, you know, respected like the source material. So that was really great. Was there a specific, um, for, for really all three of you, was there a specific uh, moment that you were like, oh, like you really liked this 
uh, if either if it was a reveal or if it was just a really cool key plot element was there like a part in the story that like made you go, like i really I'm, I'm really digging this right now i think when felicia explained to me that the doctor and the the the, the girl who wants to see the light is the two kids i think that was like because we were like done with record like my part we were like done recording that session and then she's like i don't know if you caught on but this is them and i was like yeah i was gonna say that scene too i was like wait 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 what <laughs> she's like yeah and i was like that's so cool which i feel like transitions so well into the start of the next episode because we're like traumatized and freaked out by what we've just seen and yeah. i was emotional thinking about oh my god like the the weight of this what just happened here and what we witnessed even if Kiriko didn't realize what was going on i was like oh my god yeah um, yeah that was a big one there were so many moments though there were um i don't know if this was well obviously Kiriko's entire backstory episode and why they the way they are hit me pretty hard and I and we still have so many question marks that I don't know the answer to about uh what really happened and well you see what really happened <laughs> so I mean there's there's that oh my god <laughs> They but, drew that. They they drew they drew that. That's crazy. I know, dude. It's crazy. Someone had to, man. Someone had to draw that. Someone That's had insane. to draw that. <laughs> but um, but no, yeah, that, yeah, which it was early on, so it was very much ripping the bandaid off. Um, but at the same time, it was ripping the bandaid off. Um, and it was a lot, and it was like the trauma. It starts and it doesn't end. So that was, that was crazy. I think mine was really like. You can definitely tell like their age for a lot of scenes. And one of my favorites right now is like the one where they come across like the bear and the, the bears, like they think it's one of these monsters and it's, and it's not. And just like the way they're processing it, just like sitting there up all day. Like, it's just like, you could just tell that they're, they're just younger and they're still figuring things out. And it's like, we can't all rely on the super laser beam all day. So it's kind of like, I I don't know. I, re I just really liked the way that scene played out. And um, I wasn't like surprised or anything, but I, I think like the way it was written and played out, like really did well of like what kids around those age would do. So like, I just like appreciated that more um it wasn't like they knew exactly what it is and they're all superstars and everything goes right all the time it was more like this could be more of like a real scenario yeah i agree i love i love 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 that scene that scene is so funny the the boob thing is so funny like when 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 we were recording i forgot about the boob scene honestly i was it's, thinking about the bear. work on a teenage boy this is yeah it's like serious. the kid is 15 <laughs> years old and he's it's just like it's like i'll let you touch my and he's gone he's already he's over gone. the side he's like, like he's like i'm not gonna do it and she's like boob and he's like halfway down it's the i was i was laughing for probably at least a couple minutes before i could record i was like that's the most I was like, I was typecasted for this character 100%. Like, I was like, I, that would be me. <laughs> they, I also think they do a really good job of, um, like the localization for the English is like, there are definitely some, some bits that are different in the English, like in the dub than are they're in the Japanese. Um, cause I, I watched it both ways. Like I watched it dubbed first and then I was like, I'll give the Japanese, see how, how, you know, 
if it's different. Um, a lot of the dialogue is different, and I'm like, kind of enjoy the English dub. Like the English dialogue's just better. Like uh, when Mar, like uh, 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 Kiriko goes, like like uh, she goes out and then comes back, and he was looking at porn uh like there's that and you're just like oh, okay fine well, yeah, like it's like i think they hug and she's like i like i can feel it or something like that. it's like still at half like, mass that's, yeah half like that's like that's not in the the japanese at all and i was like well, well that they wanted to. <laughs> i was like that makes it better like that makes like the that makes the whole like him being a horny 15 year old who just looked at porn way better way better that's true what was yeah. what what was the original? Yeah, what was the original? Line that Madeline Morris uh, adapted all the scripts. I think the original line was "Think you're still at ha or uh, think you still got a half chub, dude, or something like that." And they had to change it to half mask because they were like, "This is not gonna say they're not gonna okay that." <laughs> but there were a lot of little moments like that where I'm really glad that um, we had the freedom to adapt uh, and have fun with these scripts. Um, like kudos to Madeline to, and to Felicia, who was doing a lot of writing on the spot. Um, yeah, because a lot of that magic came from them. I think there were a couple of like ad libs here and there, but you know, for dubs, it's it's harder to squeeze those in. Yeah, um, yeah, and like the, the comedy in in the show is is very well done. Like it's it's really d done great. And I think again, obviously, the acting has something to do with it because you can't just you know read it off and expect it to be funny. Um, so the acting, I think, is is phenomenal, um, and the the really good humor, the really funny humory bits, definitely help when you have the contrast of the very dark, mature bits, um, and that the whole scene in episode eleven is it eleven or is it no is it twelve? I think it's eleven, right? Eleven, yeah, that whole or uh the the doing of the doing of yeah the honest both really the doing of and the aftermath both of them are very hard to watch like and someone who like i've read it i i knew it was coming like in the anime and i was just like oh we're getting here i don't like being in this town should i just skip it um and i, I mean i'm glad i didn't because i mean it the show's not really complete without that um what was what was that scene you know that whole bit like uh having to having to do um having to act all of that um well for one i was really glad that i recorded first um because when you're when you're doing a dub we all record separately and so sometimes you'll have the other actor's voice like in your headphones as you're recording um, and I was like, I'm glad I'm doing this one first. Uh, but um, it was interesting because I, I also knew it was coming. I'd read ahead. Um, and I I knew from reading the manga that I was like, okay, I think that I think that they are treating this with as much respect, like they're handling it with as best they can with what's going on. Mm -hmm. um, it doesn't feel gratuitous. It doesn't feel, um, you know, shock value material. It doesn't feel like there were a lot of things where I was like, I with like scenes like this, I feel like as an actor, I'm like, I I don't ever want to justify it because in life there is nothing that justifies this, right? 
And so part of the thought process was all of this kind of weirdly makes sense. Like this um, feeling of someone close to you betraying you in that way. That is like the most common experience that there is. Um, There were all these things about what was going on where I was like, okay, getting into that headspace, which is a hard headspace to be in. um, Here's how I can not justify it, but like understand why, you know, we are here what what has brought us here um but the actual scene was obviously very tough um it was uncomfortable it was something that I'm so 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 glad I had Felicia on it with because she made it feel very very safe um but it was really tough but I would argue that actually the follow-up the aftermath and like the entirety of that last episode was almost harder um because I think there's a lot of like for the character in that moment there's a lot of just reacting and a lot of fear and a lot of like very base instinct like um reactions versus like the the feelings of like processing all of the emotions and like also trying to like um pull back and protect this like kid that you've been traveling with and like um all of these all of these like you know, the brain taking over once the instincts had, like, uh, drawn back a little bit, that made that follow-up episode even more difficult for me. Um, overall, it was a, it was an experience, um, and it was also a really interesting experience to know that's what we were ending the first season on, um, and so I, I was like, we need to do it justice, even though it is really, really hard, and so we, so there were moments where I was like, I want to do more takes on this, because, even though I don't want, like, even though I don't want to, like, prolong the experience, it's important. Um, so, yeah, I don't actually remember your first question. It's I almost mean, like, just just a heads up, like, coming from, like, being a parent, it's almost like the a wall went up and you, you, you focus more on the task at hand and, like, getting out of the dangerous situation, making sure your kid's okay. And, like, that's what I got a lot from that um just the way those walls kind of came up and just like the emotions were not there and like you said like I think they did a really good job um in no way is it justified but it explains the whys really well to understand where they're at right now and to really showcase like once again the aftermath so like uh well done like that was a really hard subject to like throw out there and i think that was i don't think anybody else could write that better um but yeah no just like from what i saw from my perspective and like what happened after is almost like when parents have something really traumatic we put up this wall to make sure our kids are still okay and i i got a lot of that from that scene so that's really interesting you bring that up because i think there was an interest there was a balance that throughout the series I feel like we had to strike with uh Kiriko and Maru's relationship where there are so many instances of them being kids together and so many instances of the wall going immediately back up where they are trying so hard to in a sense protect Maru or protect Maru's innocence I guess or like you know what I mean where I, I think that they obviously there's so many parallels between uh Kiriko and Haruki and Kiriko and Maru that like um you know there are a lot of those uh 
feelings of um, wanting to take responsibility and be the adult in the situation and then Kitako constantly being pulled back to the fact that they are in fact still a kid um, and are facing some of the most traumatic things a person can face. Um, and so it's 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 a really it's a balancing act that act that I think especially in that last episode uh, comes up again and again. And it's like is it, just sort of something that they're struggling with keeping up the walls for. Um, and you know I think is also very much a turning point where they realize maybe I don't need to do that and maybe I can rely on this person instead of just feeling that I need to protect them from all of these things. We can be partners and equals in some way. Uh, Jonathan, what was that like? Um, did you know that that was kind of coming or uh, did you like how, how did that kind of work? Because I mean, I know Morrow's not in a, like that. He's kind of in, in a different place in the episode. So your your dialogue is going to be a lot different at the end of that episode than going into the next like the beginning of the next one. So did you did you kind of like read ahead? Was that kind of told to you like this was happening or um, did you watch it in Japanese? So, well, I mean, I watched it in Japanese, but even before that, a couple episodes before the 11th episode, the happening, Felicia was already telling us like, OK, like we are starting to reach a point where we're going to be getting there. Like it's this this is going to happen and like we're, we're going to be getting there. And I, I it's interesting being maru in this in this thing because like you i could feel like it was almost like a tension like i could feel like there was a tension of like okay like this is gonna happen soon we just we we want to do this right we want to make sure everything's gonna happen and i remember specifically the the recording before and the recording at my recording before and my recording after and i remember the recording before was very like it's dreadful is not a good word but i could tell they were like okay like we're gearing up like this is we're getting there like this is gonna happen either like today or in a couple of days whenever they come in and record and it was just so heavy the room i could i could feel the room feeling so heavy but then afterwards like i think because i think i might have recorded the same day as you anjali it might have been just been afterwards but I just remember the room feeling like a lot lighter because I remember Felicia was like, Anjali did such a great job. Like it was, it sh they did so good. It was like amazing. But I could tell that both them or uh, her and uh, I'm not sure who the audio producer was that day, but they were like taxed, like, like mentally taxed. You could tell like it was an exhausting day, but it felt a lot more like, okay, like we did it. It came out well, like, okay good and it was just I, it was just very interesting being like a like a passive watcher in in that because i'm not in that like i'm i'm like you said i'm literally both like the character and me just completely separated from everything that's happening in that like i didn't get to see any of the lines i didn't do any of that and my character doesn't get to see it either so it's very interesting that is also, that is very interesting to hear because I also felt a lot of relief after that episode and I was like, okay, it's done. Um, but it's also interesting because Kiriko goes through so much trauma, like so many different instances throughout the show. Yeah. Like to the point where Felicia was literally like basically keeping a tracker of how many times I've like died in different ways. <laughs> like this is an emotional death. This is a whatever. And like was like, I'm getting you a for every time you die. Um, She's so funny. Um, but uh 
yeah so it, it was really interesting to um also see how much of a build-up there was to this particular scene and to me also a big part of it was because we'd been building up to this relationship with robin for so long um that that feel yeah. was like such a huge part of it um that it hit so that it hit way harder than a lot of the other traumatizing scenes throughout the season um not purely because you know obviously it's an assault but at the same time it is it is betrayal in its purest form like it, it, it this is the singular goal that Kiriko had throughout the whole season to find this person um and I think that was that was it was heartbreaking and so that's also I think part of why the scene hits so hard yeah there's a lot of different i mean a, a lot of different reveals in the series uh robin being just a total bastard um that that one was like there there's again reading uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna go back to reading because that was kind of first impressions for me reading like tokyo being a girl that was one i was like i didn't didn't see it didn't see it coming at all especially in the manga you're like you're reading you're like Oh, okay, these these two boys are gonna go kissy face. All right, that's kind of that's kind of cute. And they're like, you're like, oh no, this is a girl. And you're like, oh, okay, we're here. I I did not expect um, Robin uh, being just a like you're reading. You're like, okay, cool. She's finally back with Robin. Maybe we can you know figure out some answers. And then it kind of starts, and you're like, this is a little this is a little weird, bro. Um, but I mean, I guess, you know, you get, you guys did grow up together. So I guess like taking a shower is not like a, a weird thing. And then it, when, then it escalates and you're like, no, 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 no. It's, 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 that was one of the worst ones. Um, there are other reveals later, obviously, because I mean, it would be weird if they had no more reveals in the rest of the manga. That was it. That was it. That was it. Um, but yeah, like there's other stuff I and mean, we're not going to go into that, but this one still is just like a i i don't know like i you, the consequences for everything still aren't fully known like especially with um uh kiriko stopping maru from straight up murdering him uh -huh. so who knows what that's gonna happen because we know that robin lives he he done ran off so we don't really know and it's just like there there's so many different things like i i did like what uh anjali was saying about um uh like kiriko kind of protecting maru um and that's kind of what you know she does even after everything that's you know been done to her uh she goes and like wants to protect maru from you know basically making this turn and going down a path that if he goes down there's no coming back from that is really an interesting point because um that exact scene where we like stop maru from from killing robin uh i very much think is 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 in two parts one part being you know uh, i don't want maru to like have this death on him like to be a murderer to like lose a certain sense of innocence over that um especially in my name that's part of it but the other part i think is very much like despite this sense of betrayal part of you wants to part of you still is seeing someone who was your like big brother figure for years and years and years you don't want to see them dead um which is heartbreaking too um and i remember uh specifically talking to felicia about that moment almost being like a child 
begging for it to like not like pleading for something like just stop it like just stop it i don't want to deal with this anymore let's just leave like whatever you're about to do don't do it like can we just go um and yeah and and that's the thing there's so many layers to like every like character layers to every single moment in the show and it makes me makes me a little bit crazy because like um it's heartbreaking to watch back it is like it, it's it's tough but um it's also I'm I'm so appreciative of of like as an actor it's great like as an actor I'm like I I was well fed um so um especially I mean just kind of going into just like how you know anime differs from like animation that we have here in the states um do you would you want something more like like the mature s content like that we have like that comes over from anime it's like something like this um in like an american show because i mean like i would say 95 percent of our animation is nothing like this if anything they're just like violent like something like invincible or something where we're just like we're just gonna hit people and blood's gonna go everywhere um so we we kind of do like violence over like actual like story substance um is that something that you would like to see more of like more of like these in-depth stories like from japan coming over here and maybe you know giving you know the american audience something like that because a lot of people when they're like oh it's anime that's for nerds and children and stuff like that where definitely not so that's like when i when i okay so real quick quick tangent when i first heard that disney was going to be releasing this i was like bro did you read this <laughs> like, yeah that's a shocker right like like what like like disney said yeah okay sure like there i feel like i was like these are interesting choices disney um but uh, oh sorry oh sorry no sorry go ahead I was just going to say one thing that I really, really respect about anime is the fact that animation is truly treated as a medium. Um, and you can explore so many genres, so many different stories. Uh, like you genuinely can find anything if you look hard enough in anime, um, which you I can't really say the same for Western animation. And I think slowly we're starting to like move in that direction where we can recognize oh animation can tell different kinds of stories um and i think that like as we're starting to challenge oh it's cartoons for kids like as we're beginning to challenge that you know a lot of a lot of um recent projects have been i think ultra violent or ultra like they're going really really hard in that direction to like really separate itself from like kids content and I guess I just have the hope that, like, slowly we start to, like, populate the in-between and, like, it gets, we get to a point where there's just so much of, uh, like, content and it's, like, so varied that we can really treat it like a medium. Um, but it'll take time. I mean, anime took so long, like, as an industry to develop, mm. so, like, I don't know. But yeah, I, I agree. I, I That would be really cool. I hope so. I mean, there's trickles every now and then, like, France always, like, usually is pushing the envelope spain pushes the envelope as well uh ireland does whatever ireland wants to do sometimes they'll be they'll be like hey man here's some really straight up bangers and then you're like what else you got and they're like, i don't know um canada does has done some really good stuff i mean mouse hockey league oh, no. uh uh oh wait there's no canadians on here so that means not. i i keep thinking jonathan's from freaking vancouver and dang it i'll just that shows like arcane and stuff and i'm like that is to me a pinnacle of like uh 
this is just a show and it happens to be animated and beautifully but like yeah and beautifully i agree um and i just love that yeah um what were some of your favorite um what i'm gonna give you i'm gonna do the kind of a two-part uh question so um first one what were some of your favorite moments recording and then second like what was like what was some of your favorite um like aspects of the show like once once everything was kind of done and polished and everything was done was there a specific scene or anything that you were like i just knocked this out of the park like this was this was this was this was it like or or somebody else you know absolutely killed it no no puns intended i guess because i mean people did did shout himself but i mean you know spoilers um i'm i'm so sorry can you, re- can you repeat that question real quick yeah it was it was a tangent it was, it was a long <laughs> no it's, it's, i was quickly distracted my apologies oh you're fine um was there was there a specific scene that you've recorded that you you know kind of like stuck with you um like a, like a favorite moment to record like something like i don't know like was did felicia come in wearing clown makeup one i don't know something like that like something that was kind of like memorable during recording and then um kind of a follow-up was there a certain scene or anything that after everything had already been you know kind of done polished er everything was out um that you watched that you were like man i just like killed in this scene Uh, or somebody or somebody killed in this scene i think i think on a less serious note from the scene that we were talking about one of my favorite scenes of maru is actually that last episode i think that like and it's so interesting because you know like he is kicking these people's asses like nothing like nothing and so like usually in anime you know like you get a lot of the but like there's like no grunts in there it's like silent so like every once in a while i'll have like a or like a breath or something but i'm i'm literally just like sitting here watching him do this like i i i didn't really say anything i didn't really like have to do anything for that whole scene it was so just him you know and it was great i think i killed it because i didn't have to do anything how, how, <laughs> how, what was that reading it was like it's like okay so you go in and then maru beats the ever-living snot out of people and then you're just like do i not do anything I'm, in here I'm, like, I'm literally like so so when when we're recording there is a like a like a like a like a gymnast pole that like, it looks like it's like the ones that they like stand on and i love leaning on it right like that's that's my i i just do i love leaning on it but for that episode there was ser- like literally so little for me to do that i would like sit back in the chair and just watch Cause like Felicia was like, do you want to see what happens? And I'm like, absolutely. So like, she's like showing me and I'm just there like, like figuratively eating popcorn. And then she's like, Oh, we need you to take a breath right here. And I'll just come up and be like, ah, and then I go sit down and just continue watching. And it's just so good. Um, I think I do have her think that one of my favorite moments in just the recording session in general though, is one day I came in and, um, Felicia was like, uh, hey how does the script look to you and i was like oh it looks good yeah like this is a little bit easier and she's like okay because i did like a lot of research on like dyslexic people and like how like to like help their like like with like you know making the reading easier and i was like that's like the nicest thing anyone's ever done for me and like she like like went in and like changed like the font and the formatting and everything and it was just so nice i was just like that's i love it here um 
Uh, I was going to say um, a scene that I I just could not stop laughing for us to record was, um, I don't remember what episode it was, like five or six, uh, when we're at the, like, the hotel. The innkeeper? You're, like, on, and mommy was <laughs> on top of a, a, that girl, or, anyway, it looked very suggestive, and Kiriko walks in and just, like, assumes the worst. That was great, and I could not stop laughing, and we had to, like, break for five minutes or something before we recorded that scene. That was great. Um... And then a scene that I was really proud of of both of us was uh that like very first fight scene where like we like come up come up I think we're on train tracks or something or there's there's like that big fence and like a a bunch of like gang members and um we do like the first real real fight scene and the animation goes crazy and like um we were both so cool in that scene. <laughs> So I love that scene. Um, and I felt like it's a, it set such a great tone, like early, early on for our dynamic. And I, I love that one. Yeah, I agree. That's such a, such a, such a great scene. We didn't really talk a lot about the um about the uh the animation, but good lord, production IG, like straight up killing it. Like like here I I'm sitting there, I'm like, they don't like they don't like miss. Uh, so like, I didn't know that, you know, production idea, like I, I knew that the series was coming out and I was like, I'm just going to wait till it's done. So that's, that's what I did. And I didn't know it was going to be production IG. Like I just, I, cause like, I like to watch like little trailers and then I don't watch anything else. Like even for, you know, live action movies and stuff like I'll watch like a little snippet of the trailer. If I can, you know, figure out what it's going to be about then it's like okay yeah I'll, I'll i'll give that a shot like the creator that just came out um i was like oh this seems this seems pretty interesting all right it's i um but <laughs> uh but yeah like, like i i like that stuff so i had no idea it was production ig and i was like man this animation's really crisp in the first episode and then you're like oh it's production ig oh yeah that's that's why that's it's it's freaking psychopaths and fully cooly and it's just all kinds of high Q and just just killing it with the animation they went crazy also i remember watching uh whenever they first released the opening on youtube <laughs> being like oh my god it looks so good and then i just had it on loop for like two days it was great um, that's so cool i didn't even know they did that i was recording it must have been like like the second or third episode and felicia was like do you want to see the intro and i was like oh, hell yeah i want to see the intro <laughs> Then I was oh. just like, this is so cool. So I kind of... And ending song were so good, too. Fire. Fire. That, fire. That, that outro, like, I, I, it's on my Spotify. Like, I'm just like, man, it's that's good. Like, also, like, the animation in that outro, because, I mean, we've seen an anime. They like to, like, do weird stuff with, and sometimes it's, like, this dodgy-looking animation. And you're like, oh, okay, we we let like you know the interns do this. <laughs> like nothing, nothing wrong against. It's like nothing wrong against interns. Everybody got to cut their teeth. Um, but I mean, yeah, like you usually watch it and you're like, okay, it's usually like some weird like watercolor like pastel looking thing. Um, this one I was like, oh snap, this is like animation like episode quality at the end. And like there's like a transition scene where I think it's uh. Yeah, it's uh uh Hayuki is like brushing his teeth and then like like he turns his head and it instantly turns to uh 
to Kiriko and like it's just a cool transition scene and I'm like yo that to- that cost a good amount of money and y'all put it in the outro <laughs> like there was love put into this yeah no it was so cool um that's why I'm like that's why I gush so much to like everyone I talk to I'm like go watch this show because it's so good yeah it um, is so good like in every aspect the writing the art the yeah, thing. Like it was, you know. I yeah, I'm so proud of it. I, I I I like desperately want everyone in the world to watch it. Luke, I forgot to get your um your opinion. What was your what was like your favorite like scene thing? I mean, well, you didn't. You, did, was, you, mean, you, you no, did it. You didn't really record. I mean, I, I apologize there. I should have. I actually like it right in the beginning when they're kind of like doing more of like those introductions, and then they kept trying to find food to cook, and then they just threw in the random leaves and got super sick and like once again that just kind of plays into like they didn't know they're just like well i found it it's food we should be able to eat it right and um, i've seen bear grills he just puts a bunch of stuff together see, and he eats problem. it it's I fine like, i big i've watched way too many survival shows and gone out in nature and done all those things so just it's really funny seeing those things and like almost a little scary too like what you're putting on there that you're gonna die just from that like y- y'all don't even know what you put in there you know but um i liked it it was just like a really cute scene for me but um the, honestly that's what kind of got me hooked is like oh this is like post-apocalypse they're like they're trying to find canned food that's probably like 20 years old like it's not good anymore so but um, what were you about to say josh I mean, I think they don't they find like a bottle of water that's like six years expired or something like that. Oh, and they're it's, like, it's like canned water or something. Canned like. water, and they're like, yo. <laughs> yeah. But I remember, um, I think we were just at the end of The Last of Us when we started recording. Like, I remember watching the last couple episodes as we started recording. So I was very much like in that mindset of like post apocalyptic, like survival mode. And that really helped. That was super funny to me. Um, it's like I'm already there. It's fine. Uh, but yeah, them struggling was great because I know that if it were me, they were still doing better than I would have done. Like <laughs> even them being idiots sometimes. Um, so I love that. Um, what are you guys hoping for in season two? If we get a season two, which I mean, I'm pretty yeah, sure that's this, what I'm. That, that I mean, is what I'm hoping for. <laughs> and here's the thing: like, it's like one of the strongest contenders for anime of the year right now. So I mean, it's not a. That's not gonna be bad. I mean, it's like you gotta. Here's the thing: for original, I think it's gonna definitely take it because a lot of the stuff that's out there right now is like season twos and threes of of stuff. So I mean, like this. I mean, this for newcomer of the year. This one's probably gonna like kick booty and take names that would but, be sick um but i mean and again just like anime of the year it's definitely in the contention because one again the animation is killer um you guys did a phenomenal job acting the music is bomb the story is uh it's not spy family so i mean it's actually got a story so i mean it's good stuff so i mean it's it's really up there so we'll just say we're gonna get a season two i'll allow it um so i'll call get a season two i want answers <laughs> <laughs> I want I I but at the same time I don't like I want more of the mystery to continue I mean I've read ahead of where we're at I don't I don't know if we're far enough in the manga that like it would cover a whole season two or not but I'm also not fully caught up so 
um I but I love the layers that are building um so I want to see more of that uh yeah I, I won't spoil manga stuff so I'm just excited for what I know it's coming Jonathan I I I I don't really know what I want <laughs> I want Honestly, I, I do just want season two. I will take I will take whatever this the next season brings. You know, honestly, I want more of the narrator. I think the narrator is so. The funny. narrator was here for four minutes. Like, like he, he was here for one scene, and you were like, "No, it, it's a he. He comes by a couple times. It, it's it's very sparse, and like I think he's maybe like in two or three episodes, and he has like maybe one or two lines. But I love it. It's so funny because it's always out of nowhere, and I just. I, I guess I want I want the humor to continue. I don't I don't want this show to get too serious. I love this show and I love the way that it played out. I, I love everything about it. I think it was amazing. But I do agree that I think the humor played a very big role in what made it so good. And I'm hoping that that continues. Yeah. Luke? I agree. Luke, what do you want? See, I I not that I want like a darker turn, but I think the progression of like where the characters are going, it it's almost they they need to do more of that. Like still putting a little bit of like that that fun twist to kind of break that tension up a little bit is great. But I I haven't read anything on this, so this is purely just what I've watched. Like. I think they need to progress the characters more and the re the way you do that is with conflict and with um something more going on, you know, like I don't know. I I think there'll be a season two for sure. But So you so I, you want backstory with those little kids in in the school and what happened with uh with all them their children's uh, not necessarily like obviously i want to find out what's going on with them now kind of thing um but two of them are dead sorry no, that's, no, no, that's, no. that's that's spoilers no, no. that was in that's the in se- that's yeah that's in that's in season one just in case we didn't talk about that we at least know where two of them ended. correct <laughs> and josh filled me in on a little bit no, he, I would, didn't. he wouldn't give me a whole lot but i'm the one that i'll still watch it like i'm Spoilers don't hurt you won't my feelings. Remember it, it'll be fine. I probably will. I probably will. But no, nah, um, like I said, I season two would be awesome. I'm just hoping, like I said, it gets a little bit more like character development instead of just kind of dealing with what they have now. And I think since that last episode, there's going to be a lot more growth. Um, there, honestly, there has to be whether they like it or not, kind of thing. So um yeah totally agree. we ended on a turning point so there's only change that can come from here so it'll be an interesting start if we get a season two how it's gonna go see that's a perfect segue because what i want is i want them to hit up a mall or something and change outfits because <laughs> maru is wearing that stupid jumpsuit and that has gotta smell i mean let's change it that looks so cool though i, I want to get like a hoodie with like the back of it like on the back it's so cool i, I agree back it really bad but it's 
Robin's jacket. So I don't know. The fact that she's still wearing that thing, I would have thrown Ooh. that in the like, gutter. That's fair. If anything, it's cold. We can't be picky. Like, they definitely deserve a, a costume change for sure. I think yeah. it, it, more than more than Madu for sure. Does Japan have a lot of malls? I don't. I don't know. They can hit. Up, here's the thing. It's also Japan. They can hit up a family mart and get like you know half a like half well, but, a like a suit. I think yeah, the good thing too, though, you could wash your clothes. Like you know, they're not showing yeah, you that they, obviously, but, but like, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, like that's Kata, fair. This is a running joke throughout the show, um, and it's in the manga too. Just like how much they care about like dental hygiene. So I could see them like trying to, I don't know, trying to like wash their clothes or like doing their best. Yeah, I I just I just like I am a big fan of like art spreads in in manga where they're like all right here's this person on this one cover page and they're in this cool thing card captor soccer did a phenomenal job she wore a different outfit every darn chapter basically so i'm all for that like bleach did a good job of that too like all their ridiculous they're all in suits and different clothes and different you know um accessories so like that's what i want i want where where's that for heavenly delusion i, I want that I really like when Maru had the, the the dark hair, the dark like longer hair when when he was when pretending he, to be a girl. Bro, that I was like I was like that look is sick as hell. I was like, can we keep that? And then obviously it didn't stay, and I was like, I'm pissed. But it was it was cool. I was like, I'm all about that. Uh, we didn't really we didn't really talk too much about that episode, but that's a that's an episode like that <laughs> episode like that ending. You're like, oh, okay, all right, uh. Uh, okay, what do you want um, people that watch the um, watch the series to take from it? Like, what what do you hope they they kind of take from the series? I think that this is a show that like it's hard to it's hard to put into words. So IMDb, I don't blame you for your bad summary. Um, but it's it's a show where I think like the overwhelming feeling I leave with, besides confusion sometimes, um, is like curiosity which hand in hand um like for every answer we get we get five more questions and like it never feels tiring though like it never feels like convoluted uh at least to me and so I think the one big takeaway is like I hope it's something that like people want to keep asking questions about like where like the plot and the characters like i want people to be like intrigued because i'm intrigued and i want to know what, where we're going from here and i want to see what's coming next um and i hope people feel the same way watching this um because i think every answer we have gotten has been so satisfying that i'm like really excited to see how we like proceed and like how we like start to you know find some answers and like uh, uh reach some conclusions Jonathan, what about you? What do you want people to take away? I think the show is so, I don't know, like, I, I guess, like, specifically for the show, I think I would rather leave it really, really just up to the people, like, whatever the people like that, because there's so much different aspects of it, whatever they get out of it, I'm glad in a way. I think in a more general sense, I do hope that this kind of does open up the door a little bit for under for people to start understanding that animation is like kind of like what Anjali was talking about animation is it's 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 a whole medium it's no longer just like a like a ch children's thing you know I hope that this is a very good like 
eye opener for some people to be like, whoa, like this was, I've never seen something like that. This is cool. I would like to see more stuff like that, you know, because kind of going back to the question that you asked a little while ago, like, I don't know if I want to see, I, I want to see more stuff like this coming from out of the country. I don't know if I want to see stuff like this being made in, in this country yet, just because I'm not 100% sure that we can do it properly or right you know and so i'm hoping that this kind of is a little like just one of the the feet in the door for like oh animation is can be serious or animation can like like really tell like heavy like heavy heavy things and i don't know that's one thing that i was really impressed about by the show and so i'm hoping that that also translates to the people who watch interesting you say that because i also feel like I mean, you say that like about Western animation, but even in anime, I feel like the show is really singular and unique. Like, I can't really think of sure. any shows that are like this, um, which I think is really, really cool. So even in like, even from Japan, where like they're constantly like pushing the envelope of like what they can do with animation, the fact that this like challenges a lot of like the usual and the norm mm -hmm. is cool. So Yeah, no, I agree wholeheartedly. I, I I think it also helps the fact that they don't like go super gratuitous with things like right. this. They could have gone way different in the in this show, um, but they they didn't. And it's like, oh, okay, that's actually kind of, I mean, not really fresh, but it's like it's like, oh, okay, well that that's definitely a welcome difference. Tasteful. Like, tasteful yeah, yeah like you don't have to you, you can tell a mature content without gratuitous nudity and sex and violence it's like you don't you don't really need that it's like if your storytelling is good enough you don't need all that extra stuff to try and keep people's attention and it's really fluid too like the whole all of it like it really connects very well and like yeah no nah, i just had to throw that one there it was just overall really good that's why i binged watched it because it was too easy to watch and it was really kept me involved in it just like yeah i can spend another you know two three hours watching this because it was so good um well, so what's next for both of you oh what is next for me uh, uh a bunch of things yeah anjali anjali is literally doing everything it's so freaking cool it is so freaking I was, cool i was scrolling through your twitter and, and i was like Oh my gosh! Kaizen, Kitchen Valley. I was just like scrolling. Apex like, Legends, Lord. Pokemon, like it's crazy. Well, I would say like the next big thing for me is um, Pokemon is releasing Zomboid soon, um, which it's the start of a new era, and so that is very very cool to be a part of. Um, so I guess that's my next big thing happening. Um, so whenever that drops, I don't know. Uh, I'm very excited for that. Um, uh, my next thing I can't really talk about. It's a it's a video game, uh, and that's it. It's first video game for me, so I'm really really excited. Um, uh, I had to do an Icelandic accent for it, which is very interesting because it's so funny. Anjali knows this already because she she had to break the news to me basically. <laughs> that's so funny. So I basically got this role right it was a it was a the video game role and then a couple basically days later i'm pretty sure it was anjali who emailed me and was like 
Oh, by the way, this role was supposed to have an Icelandic accent. Do you want to try it or should we just reopen this up? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I'll try. So I spent like the next like 24 hours basically just trying to find any semblance of Icelandic people online, which basically is just Bjork and a couple of ASMR Icelandic people. And um, yeah, so spoiler I, I got it which was super cool i managed to keep the role but um that's coming out long, long story just to say i'm gonna be in a video game coming out yeah that's also funny because i feel like as actors we'll go into sessions and they'll be like can you do this can you do a dutch accent can you do a south african accent just off the cuff so i'm glad yeah. to <laughs> what you didn't know is jonathan his uh his father is actually from Reykjavik, so he was just like bam I got this. Reykjavik's in that. That's in Iceland, right? Was yeah. was like, oh, look at that. Yes. I hadn't he, even. I didn't even know that was an actual place. So good for you, Josh. Josh he, always comes out with that info. He's like, oh yeah. By the way, that one little place that you've never heard of, dude. My mind is terrible. Like my memory is the worst. It's like a trash can. Like it just keeps garbage. Like stuff that nobody cares about. Like Garbage. if this was, if this was like the important information, but like sticks on to like all the yeah little bits. Yeah, my fa my favorite one. Um, do you know the name of the Duke of Wellington's horse during the Battle of Waterloo? Luke, do you remember? Copenhagen. I, it's Copenhagen. <laughs> yes, yes. Sir Arthur Wellesley's horse during the Battle of Waterloo was Copenhagen. Why does anybody ever need to know that? You don't, but. I do. Good for you, honestly. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be on my deathbed. And I'm gonna be like. I feel like you're great at trivia. Did you I was know? literally about to ask that. I was literally about to ask, "Are you good at trivia?" <laughs> I th I think so, but because, like I said, like my mind, like stuff for work, like uh, I don't know. Like if I'm gone for a week, I'm like I don't remember to do this. Like Excel, who cares? But like, yeah, stupid stuff like that. Like like. The, the important stuff. The important stuff, like uh, in uh, Tenshi Muyo, the wonderful anime from 1996. Um, Ayaka, who is the princess of Jirai, um, her two guards are Aizaka and Kamadake. Why do you know this? It doesn't matter. Like, I, I, I don't know why. It just, it sticks there and it's there forever. And I don't know how to get rid of it. I would love it's, to free space up. You know, you just have endless space. That's the problem. It's, it's you have bad. the one box that is just endless knowledge, and it's it's impressive sometimes. Like where everybody, things. like where everybody moves the trash, like like the stuff that they're like on their computer, like oh, let's go in the trash. I'm the trash. Like it just goes it, here. You unplug. You you plugged in an external hard drive to that trash bin <laughs> for sure watch that like sherlock holmes show where he has the mind palace but you just have like a full-on garbage dump yes yeah you're like trying to sort through you have the the mind junkyard mm, it's 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 ridiculous like i still like here's another like i i remember so like in elementary school we would have to do um there was specific like things that they would teach you of like how to learn like grammar so how, how do you teach kids you do it in like songs and little things like that so like rhymes that they remember so like for grammar did you know a prep prep preposition is a special group of words that connects a noun 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 to the rest of the sentence that like i i don't know i don't know why it's here it's just stuck here forever like it's awful it i hate it anyway yeah, you'll, so. you'll never forget what a preposition is though so no, that's yeah no it's like 
I don't know why you have to say it multiple times, but I think I think so. You remember a prep, prep yeah, repetition. Yeah, there you go. Repet That's repetition, how you do repetition, it. repetition. Oh man. Well, is there anything that guys are currently watching or reading that you want to share with the share with a the little listeners? tangent? Just a little one this time, Josh. Not bad. It wasn't that bad. Like man, like we could have gone. Started, we could have gone. I started that. My bad. We could have gone deep dive. Like in the nineteen sixty six episode of Star Trek: The Original Series. Uh, Where, the tribble, the tribbles, the tribbles in it... the uh, in the episode Trials and Tribulation on the space station K seven. The grain they eat in order to um, populate no. multiple multiple areas is uh, Quadro Triticale. So again, nobody cares about that. Star what? Trek fa Star might... Trek fans don't care about that. I, as a Star like, Trek fan, yeah, I don't. <laughs> see, right? Yeah, no one cares. No one cares about what the grain was. Who cares what the grain was? That's crazy, Josh. You're 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 crazy. Your it's mind awful. is very cool. It's it's no, that's like, super cool. It's the worst I, gutter. <laughs> I can barely remember what I ate yesterday. So good for you. Well, uh, see what you don't know is you ate Chipotle, and that would have been super crazy. <laughs> How for did you Chipotle. know? <laughs> that's wild. Good, no, good for you. Uh, but no, yeah. Is there anything that you guys are uh, watching or reading that you're um that you that you think would be like our, our listeners would enjoy? Honestly. I'm gonna be real. I'm a very bad actor in the way that I am not very good with taking in the media. <laughs> I uh, I honestly take in a lot of music. Music is probably gonna be like the the form of media that I take in the most. If you guys want, if you guys are, if anybody's interested in any cool like like dance stuff, uh, there is a album that just came out called uh jungle by uh it's called Volcano. Vol Volcano is the music group, and they have a the it's like a dance live visual album and it's honestly pretty like spectacular so if anybody's interested in like dance or like music i highly 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 recommend that um i'm in that part of the year where i'm too overwhelmed to start new things i've just been re-watching stuff um and recently i've been re-watching princess jellyfish which i love that show is so good um and I it's funny because when I watch anime, I basically exclusively watch sports anime and then like the occasional good show. Um, so I feel like because they just announced something about the movie, I might rewatch IQ. <laughs> uh, it's so good. What the, the sumi? Um, so yeah, that's me. Did you play a lot of sports? I don't play any sports. I did taekwondo for years. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> I don't care about the sport. It doesn't even have to be a sport. It, it it just has to be something where like a shared passion and like everyone, the camaraderie and teamwork and friendship and like it can be anything. It can be an industry related thing, like anything. Gotcha. I, I would recommend if you like the sports, I would recommend either cross game mm -hmm. or mix. They're both baseball. Um, They're very similar. It's the same author, Mitsuru Adachi. Um, I don't have a lot of manga on display but i do have cross game it's fantastic and then i've got mix right there one of the um shonen monthly shonen sunday um things uh it's in japanese i can't read it but it's it's got cool art you need to watch both because i've i've watched um ace of the diamond and um 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 oh god big wind up whatever the job oh yeah big wind up yeah i love i love that show so much and i was like I wish there was more, but um, I would say it's very so. He is Adachi is beautiful, um, but his stuff 
uh like baseball is there it all takes place like both of them are very big baseball series baseball's there but a lot of it is like the actual the relationships and the story and everything like that but his baseball like the like with something like big wind up the baseball stuff is like almost the same like the same type of structure of we've got you know everybody getting together and you know camaraderie and all like the let's go to kyoshin and like the impetus for conflict but like ultimately the story is about the relationships mm -hmm. i think yeah. that that's what really appeals to me about a lot of these shows. i would i would recommend cross game that's yeah, that's serious uh mix is fantastic uh first season is dubbed so if you want to have uh you know listen to some you know again dope dope uh voice actors um mix season one is great for whatever reason they didn't dub season two and i'm like well i'm not gonna watch it <laughs> like like why didn't you dub it like hopefully someday someday one day one day hopefully oh yeah check those out i think those are those are some, those are some there, good stuff is there a cricket based anime uh possibly i don't know it's, i don't know if cricket's big in japan i know american sense. football is rugby is basketball um baseball soccer baseball baseball soccer uh ping pong yeah the ping pong. oh yeah <laughs> ping pong fast that though because cricket is really big in india and they made a show called burning kabaddi like last year or two years ago which kabaddi i didn't realize was a thing outside of india um because it's such an obscure thing and there's a whole anime about it and i was like whoa that's crazy. Um, so I'm you can do. There'll be a cricket anime someday. You can literally find anime about anything, really. Yeah, like anime is one of those. Like, did you ever want to have like a like a taekwondo anime? It's like we got one of those, and you're like, oh, we got why? ten of them. Like, why do we have that? One of my favorites is Chihaya Furu, which is about a card game. It's just about a card game. It's like, but it's so good. You guys should watch that if you haven't. Um, it's fantastic, but it's so good and it's the most complicated and specific card game about like japanese poetry that like you don't play anywhere else in the world because japanese poetry it's but it's really good anyway yeah just it, animes it, it's a weird one like it's again like you said you can find anything that you want um swimming we got swimming we got uh yeah it's it's great like phenomenal uh volleyball who would have thought volleyball you're like like and really like i mean you know volleyball like we're like oh yeah it's in the states like beach volleyball it's like no 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 indoor male volleyball and it's like a cultural icon <laughs> and you're like oh yeah that's i, I understand not, it's actually pretty good too. yeah exactly you're <laughs> like this is so good I <laughs> like was in a volleyball club and wanted to like bring awareness and get people to play volleyball and it was so effective <laughs> i'm like yeah like it's it's just it's really cool it's very cool uh i am i am currently reading um and there the, the anime is out there uh, there is a ballroom dancing anime that is oh my gosh so good uh the necks are a little bit long but you know it's it's, it's, it's a style it's stylized it's fine it's a choice yeah for sure yeah Things. Yeah, like I'm. I, I read that one, and then there's one that I hope they turn into. It's a uh, rhythm gymnastics. It's about a boy who joins rhythm gymnastics. And I'm like, yo, this is good. This is uh, some good stuff. Um. Anyway, okay. So yeah, where can people find you guys? Social media wise. 
We've been going up. We've been on too long. People have already like, are they going to shut up? There's that kid who was talking about stupid stuff. Like, I am basically only on Twitter, uh, but I am here lies Anjali on Twitter. And yeah, I'm bad at social media, but you're welcome to follow me on there. Yeah, and I am basically only on Instagram. <laughs> so so they, they handle the Twitter stuff. I handle the Instagram stuff for having the delusion. It works out perfectly. Um, but yeah, and I am Jonathan P. Leon on Instagram. Um, I'm also re- just recently signed up for Streamly 2. And I know that uh, Anjali is also the same. So if you ever want uh, you know, to get anything signed or whatever, you can also go there. Um, on a side note, Anjali, I was talking to uh, Iris. And I was saying, and sh- I was saying that you and I should do like a like a heavenly delusion one, and they were like, "That's the coolest idea I've ever seen." So, might might happen. Just so you want, just so you know. I think that would be cool. I would send something in to get signed. Oh, wait, no, streamily. I think you sign it and then send it to me. Isn't that how it works? That how- yeah, that is that is how it works. Okay. Oh well. You you can still send something. To I'll me. I'll I'll send something to both of you. I'll put a twenty in there. I'll have you sign it and then just send it back. It'll be great. It'll be fun. <laughs> um, yeah, and we'll put everybody's uh links and everything in the show notes, so that way you can go ahead and follow everybody. And we're also going to go ahead and put the the links to Heavenly Delusion. So if for whatever reason you listen to this whole entire thing and we're like, you know what? I think I'm going to check that out. Um, you can go ahead and definitely listen to it. Um. All you this find- talk of sports anime really makes me want to check out this uh, <laughs> this show that they were talking about for a little bit. <laughs> you know, let's uh, we we spend it. Here's the thing: we like to we like to uh, you know break things up. It's like yeah, we'll we'll talk about we'll talk about your show, but then it's like, but then there was that Star but Trek also- grain thing, right? Like- <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. But also Copenhagen, exactly Copenhagen. Like it's a horse. <laughs> what a thought um luke uh where can people find you social media wise that's tiktok you're muted bro this guy over here he uh, you know what i'm just you know just talking away you can find me on insta tiktok twitter um it's gonna be way too much to say so just look it up um tatted underscore triceratops a it- huge name but i i promise you you'll you'll find it <laughs> If you see if you if you see a tattooed gentleman uh undulating showing body positivity that's you found Luke you found You know I probably I think I'm all post a video tomorrow like you should two two months yes Take your one from y'all soundtrack yeah dude uh play uh the the uh, is it Alsobi the outro bro that's a banger like that you can definitely like do your little things too you can definitely shimmy to that one man yeah shimmy I don't know why that stuck but you know what let's let's see let's see let's see how that goes but Uh, yeah that's where you can find me at uh, yeah I'm well again Luke's going to be in the in the show notes as well, so you can definitely check him out. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Josh L. Kane. You can find the podcast on Instagram at What's Up Fandom and on Twitter at What's Up Fandom PC for podcast. Uh, you can check out our anime content. We haven't put out any episodes in a while. Everybody's been busy. I've been sick, so it's 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 kind of on in a weird hiatus. But there's new anime out. Uh, is it good? Who knows um you definitely check out the anime book club um again on twitter and instagram at anime book club you can find us there um and like i said yeah we're gonna put everybody's links in the show notes um definitely check the uh, episode out 
on, I mean, I don't know how you're listening to this if you're not like checking it out yet, but yeah, iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Google Play. A Stitcher's not a thing anymore. They got rid of Stitcher. So iTunes, Podbean, Google Play, Audible, um, Spotify, all those places. Listen to us. We're there. Um, episodes every week. We're doing a bunch of stuff with Webtoon. So we've got some Webtoon stuff coming out so you can give those a shot. Um, Webtoon's been super awesome with setting some uh, a lot of these up. So um, it's, a, it's a loving partnership. Um, but yeah, uh, thank you both so much for coming on. This was, this was fun. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Uh, all right. Uh, so for uh, What's Up Fandom, I'm Josh. I'm Jonathan. Come on, I'm Luke. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thanks. I was expecting Luke to come on a lot sooner than that. Like, because he knows the flow of how it's supposed to go. And he's just That's sitting there waiting. I, I, I was like, I was like, co-host to go. Yeah, see, that was the, that's on Luke. That's not. I'm I'm gonna wipe my take, hands I'll on take, that I'll one. Take, I'll take that L. That's fine. It's been a while though, Josh. It's been a long while. And whose fault is that? <laughs>